Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode six of the Just Jeromeo podcast. Today's episode is a part two, a continuation of last week's episode. So if you've not heard last week's episode, stop right here, go back, listen to that, and then get right over here. And let's continue this conversation. Um, be honest with you guys, this next part is very, very personal. Um, it was something that I, at one point during the editing, I debated whether or not continue to keep it in um i felt like there were some details in here that i never shared before i didn't want to share and i truly believe this is going to be one of those conversations that's very personal but i think there are some of you who can take some things from this and more than anything it is okay to choose yourself it's okay to love yourself and if you get any of that from this conversation i hope it helps anyone but without further ado, let's go ahead and get into episode six, part two of a conversation with my ex. We took a break. We took a pee break. We took a pause. And I have absolutely zero idea where we left off. But I believe that we were at the part where... Uh, you know, we, we talked about us mm -hmm. getting together, <laughs> being in love, blah, blah, blah. So now let's get to the real deal. Let's get to the part where shit starts going kind of to the south and <laughs> go south. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I joined the show. There was an absolute awful schedule of waking up at like 430 in the morning. And then, right. yeah, I was in, I was in a long distance relationship and mm -hmm. I knew that I didn't want to go out. I there was no point in going out. Right. And There's a three hour time difference between us as well. Out. So that so, added a lot of stress. That started playing that started playing a big role. I would say more than anything else, it wasn't necessarily like the long distance or anything like that. It was more of the mm -hmm. time difference. It was more especially yep. because at the time you were also were. working at a warehouse right. where you yeah. were working literally twelve hours a day and yep. By the time you were getting off work, it was my bedtime. It literally so it's like, was your bedtime. It, it was either I sacrificed sleep in order mm -hmm. for, for you and I to have a conversation at the end of the night. Yeah. Or we just talked for like 10 minutes. And that right. was it. And so it was right. like, to me, it was a situation where it was just, I don't know how much longer I could do this. Here's the thing. You and I kept the long distance relationship going because I was going to graduate college. And I was just, yeah. my the plan was I was going to go to L.A. That was the reason I said yes to all of this, because I said, we first, before we left the internship, said, I'll see you in California. So mm -hmm. our plan from the get-go was to separate while we were finishing off our school, doing our own lives. And then if we saw each other in California, then we saw each other in California, and it was meant to be kind of thing. And then in 2020, <laughs> I got the job on the show, and it was... It was a great opportunity. You know, it was right. a great experience. And I absolutely like I grew up listening to this radio show. So I took this job Then I end up getting on the podcast and I'm loving every moment of it. And I'm like, I think that this is where my career is going. This is where the opportunity is going. I looked at you and where you were at in that moment of your life. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I have enough I guess, reasons to be able to ask you and convince you to move to Atlanta for me mm -hmm. to continue this career. And 
when we had this conversation and you started kind of analyzing your situation and all this stuff. And I, I did feel like if I'm being honest with you, I did feel like you had the type of job where if you wanted to, you could have. If she wanted to, she would. <laughs> mm. Okay, so yes, I I also hate the fact that this is the second part of this interview because I'm already a glass in, you know? So I'm just like, <laughs> this is like this strong. Okay, whatever. Anyways, so like you said, at that point, yes, I had a more flexible job where I actually was looking at places to get transferred over there, but there wasn't anything available at the moment. But if I have to, like, take it way back, like I said, I was born and raised in California. Then I moved to Arizona, or I was, in a sense, taken away from California and taken to Arizona without my own choice and will. So one of the reasons that I broke up with my ex was because I knew he couldn't give me what I wanted. And what I wanted was after I graduated from ASU, go Sun Devils, whoop, whoop. <laughs> I wanted to go back to California. That was yeah. always my plan from the moment that I left California. I told my mom, the moment that I'm done with school, I'm coming right back. Like, I don't know about you and what you're going to do, but I'm coming back to California because, no, I'm not going to stay in Arizona. So... I broke up with my ex because I knew he wasn't going to be able to give me that. Then I got with you where you, we were talking about our goal of ending up in California. I said, okay, this is fucking perfect. Like everything will work out. Like we both want to eventually end up in California right after graduating, which is going to be around the same time. Right. And then you got this job. <laughs> you got this, this job. Fucking darn job. No. Ugh. You were doing good. You were doing amazing. There was a lot of potential for you. I saw the growth. I loved how it made you feel in the beginning because obviously you weren't feeling that way towards the end. But Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but in the beginning, you had a lot of hopes. You had a lot of dreams. You were feeling accomplished. You felt like you also were kind of healing your inner child by even working there because you did hear it at such a young age. I knew at the end of the day, you were happy and proud mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. happy with where your life was. Yeah. And I just felt like for me, I did not want to step in the way of you and your career and what you were building. I even went over there when you had your live show and I like firsthand saw everything. I saw where the success of the show was going or the pod was going and how good and how much people really loved you. So I think at that point, I felt like I needed to separate myself from the relationship and think about our individual goals. My goal was to get to California as fast as I could to help my inner child and to finally do everything that I've been talking about since I was yanked away from here. And I felt like if I moved to Atlanta, I was kind of disregarding myself and I was pushing my goals to the side. And yeah. I just felt like I couldn't do that. I said, I broke up with my first ex 
to be able to move to California without any strings attached. And now out of nowhere, this man comes to my life, changes my world. And now he's asking me to still not go to California and not to live out my fantasy and my like. I kept telling you all the time, I still want to go to California. I still want to live in LA. So that's where I brought that story to the Burt Show of me trying to convince you to move here. And it became this whole ultimatum. I also think the fact that I was going to your work events, like if you had a work event, or at least I went to two in the two years that we were together. So Well, you were there. You were there when when my bosses touch your booty grabbed me and finessed me and you're like right next to it <laughs> and i looked down and i'm like this bitch is really gonna grab this man's ass i was like what is happening here yo like i i i still can't believe she did that when her man was I literally on stage like how do you and think I, it's me when he's on stage <laughs> like i know I, man is speaking she knew what she was doing I know she knew what the fuck she was doing, and I'm out here like, okay, well, she the she the boss's fucking girl. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't nobody to them, anyways. Point this, is that the storyline of the storyline of the ultimatum became a big deal, especially at or, the end of the the not, what? Not the not the ultimatum. I think just the relationship in itself. They were eating it up. They liked the whole love story behind us two. And I think you used to submit good stories, but they would still choose either the ones with us or, or my the depressing ones with you. <laughs> my yes. depressing anxiety yes. immigration ones. Yeah. I think people love well, a it's, love it's, story. Yeah, it, it was what people the people love. love. Yeah. yeah. It was what the people love. So you just gotta give what the people love. And I and I understood that. And, and you I know, did like too. I did too. And, yeah, but that's kind of what one of my questions was is how did you feel when I would approach our life, our story, and our conversations yeah. on a radio show? And not just that, but a radio show that's not just live on air once, but it also gets posted on, on a podcast right. after, and it lives on there forever. <laughs> so back in Phoenix, I used to work at a radio station. So like I kind of got the whole radio industry, right? So like I get people go over there, they sh- share their lives, people hear it and whatever. And it's so enhanced. I was, and uh-huh, it, I think uh-huh. it's enhanced. Like exactly. if we're, yeah. let's let's be fu- let, let's be 100% honest with people. The right. ultimatum was played Dramatic. on the radio way more, more mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. what it really was in person between us. Like right. I think I I definitely enhanced it to a level where it was like and not even Oh shit, this is dramatic. And that's what I came in knowing. I already kind of, in a sense, understood the radio industry or just in in all, like, the entertainment world. I get, like, even say, like, maybe making YouTube videos or something, people be clickbaiting, like, right. doing fake titles. I know what grabs people's attention. So I also would see it as in, okay, we just talked about this and now he's going to go on the radio station. I felt like, okay, you know what? That's not even my city. I don't live there. It's not really my world. And I felt like the people weren't really going to see me or get to interact with me. So I really did not care. I knew what the truth was. We both knew what the truth was, how it actually went down. However, and, you and, wanted to paint it. You wanted to but, paint but it for also, just like, show. if like a lot of uh, of the stories did have a big element of truth mm-hmm. behind it. It it's again, 
for sure. the situation where, you know, you've heard them talk about it before where you bend the truth a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to you enhance exaggerate. it a little bit. You just exaggerate and, for the storyline. And so I think that I was very respectful of always constantly telling you, like, hey, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, but more than anything, I think for me, it was I wanted to keep you as private as possible as I could. Not because mm-hmm. I was hiding you from the world. Yeah. Fucking right. Drake. I was hiding my kids from the <laughs> window. I was hiding my dick. Oh, I wasn't hiding my Whoa, dick. Oh no, you're thinking ah! about something else, girl. I didn't see anything Drake related. Uh, Sorry. Uh-huh, I did not uh-huh, see anything uh-huh. Drake related. No, <laughs> <laughs> and, no but but you. it was I think navigating our relationship while being on a radio show, you you were balancing a situation that you didn't want it to end. But you also knew that it it was coming to an end in a way. Uh-huh. And right. I couldn't force you to move to Atlanta. I wasn't going to do that because then I knew that you were going to hate me. And I had to respect your decision of not wanting to move here. We went to Coachella and, you know, we had that conversation on top of those mounds. You've gone to Coachella. You know the camping ground hills that we're talking about. And then we were here in this hill hearing Billie Eilish, and you said, hey, like, for reals, I need to talk to you. And I said, okay, what? Yeah, because I just, it, it, it got to the point where it was just, I had a look, and I had to realize, and, you know, I talked about it on, on the show, and it was a situation where, like, I knew I had, to have, I had to have this conversation, and it was, do you want to move to Atlanta, yes or no? Because we've and gone back and forth, and I said, I don't know. Let constantly. Me think about it. Like, yeah, like we, we were going back and forth. Like, I'm going to quit the show. I'm going to go move to you. You were like, I'm going to move. I'm going to come over here. I was like, just give me more time. And so, like, yeah, like there was on both of our ends, we were both yeah. very un- unsure of where we were going and what we wanted. What move. And once I really sat down with myself and I looked, the podcast is going great. We mm-hmm. have a live show. And yeah. I really thought that that was going to be the thing that, like, convinced mm-hmm. you, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was just like, right. she's going to see me in my element. She's going to see me on stage. All these people love me. All these fucking women <laughs> want to get with me. Like, she's come okay. on, like, right. you know? All right. All right. <laughs> and not, not even that. But to me, it was just kind of like, I realized that. And, and I think you said it. And I'll never forget. But you said <laughs> that. I know what you're going to say. And I don't like you saying you, it had a goal to get back to california my happy place i'm not going to compete with something that like it's your childhood dream like if that's what you want then that's where you're going to have but the relationship here then that that then it's done so on my end like you said i started opening up about my trauma my family my dad everything that i've gone through and so to me I guess, I, I mean, I feel like I need to say that, like, I left California yeah, when my dad passed away. Yeah. yeah. So, to me, moving to Arizona, it felt like I was being snatched away from, like I said, my happy place. When me and my family were a whole together, where we had our best times, where... We would go out to Disney as a family where we would go to Chuck E. Cheese every weekend, hang out with family. All of our family are out here in California. So I always felt like California was my home, my happy place, 
when everything was normal as can be. And I felt like I needed to resolve all my issues. Like I wanted to fix that sadness and turn it into good stuff. So for me to move to Atlanta, I felt like I was going to push back my feelings of like all my past. And I didn't want to keep pushing it because it had already been like 12 fucking years that I was in Arizona. Like I was in Arizona longer at that point than I was in California. So I said, no, like I need to get to California as soon as I can. Yeah, no. And I think that that's when I realized that, like, I'm not I'm not going to convince you. I'm not going to try to push you. I'm not going to try to persuade you. And, you know, like, I'm just going to respect your decision. If that's what you want to do, then by all means, do it. Go out there. Go live a life. But I also have to be 100 percent honest with you and tell you, I don't want to do a long distance relationship anymore. It's like, I'm fun. over it. Like, it's done. Like, I don't get to see you. I don't get to hang out with you. You think you're good now? Yes. We got to stop recording again. <laughs> to, um, I guess, kind of wrap things up. Our relationship and our story ended not because you and I did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we fucked each other up to the point where we hated each other. But more, more than anything, it was because... We had two different goals in life at this point, and long distance is not fun. It's not easy. It's not fun. It costs a lot, first off. And, like, after COVID, (laughs) prices went up again. Yeah. So we're literally across the country from each other. Right. It's not like we're an hour flight away. It was literally three hours pretty much, right? Yeah, no, four. Yeah, I was going to say four, but I wasn't sure if it was four or not. Well, not even that, but four and then having to get to the airport and all that stuff, mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, so it it, it was just, it, it got to the point where we both had to literally analyze our situations and more than anything, me, except mm-hmm. the fact that you wanted something different and it wasn't me. And maybe, you know, in a weird way, like I didn't understand your your side of things and what you wanted. And I think that I was, you know, very frustrated with that. But our relationship came to an end. And then out of nowhere, you message me and you say, oh, hey, I apply to be a flight attendant for this airline. Do you want to hang out? Uh-huh. At this point, it had been months since we broke up. And now you're coming to Atlanta with the possibility of maybe you being here forever? Question mark, right? Question mark. (laughs) And so that was basically the last storyline that I shared on the show. And then I just quit. (laughs) And I left people hanging. And literally you quit. And so I quit when you were here. And... People want to know. And people want to know. People want to know. Son chismosos y quieren saber. <laughs> are we or are we not together? Mm-hmm. And that's the question, isn't it? Take it away. Um, well, well I got to answer it. <laughs> are we together or not? No. I guess we're not. <laughs> we are absolutely not together. Um, I think at this point we're, we've grown a lot as individuals and just in general, and I am happy with my decision of choosing myself 
at the end of the day, like, yes, like there's our our own reasons make sense. So you got the job as a flight attendant. So congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. My, my dream job. Congratulations. And you've been doing that and doing a great job at that for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. It didn't change anything because, unfortunately, you got placed in a different base that's not anywhere in Atlanta. And it's not anywhere in L.A. either. Literally. And, you know, you're you're doing your own thing. And I'm happy for you. And I'm proud that, you know, you're accomplishing the things that you want to do. Even though that, you know, it means that you and I don't get to be together. Uh, but I still have a lot of love for you. I still have so much, yeah. you know, respect. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you taught me how to love and you taught me how to trust in, in a partner, which is something that I don't think I had, because you know, prior to that, prior to you. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, whatever we had was beautiful. It yeah. was it was something that we both needed. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if you mentioned why the first relationship ended or what even happened, but there was a lot of trust issues with your first relationship where me coming from my six year relationship, I never had any sort of trust issues. I never was like thinking that this, like the man I was with, like that he would cheat on me or that I would cheat on him. We were very secure in our relationship in that aspect. So coming from someone that I guess was done dirty in some type of way, because I don't even want to say cheating because I don't know if you really got cheated on because you were on a break. Right. The whole Ross and Rachel shit. Right, 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 right. So it did feel like I was so cheating on say, you, but like, yeah, but yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a whole Ross and Rachel right, 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 right. friends situation. We're on a break. So yeah. literally, so I would rather say you were got you were done dirty. Yeah. And I never experienced that. So I think once we started our relationship, you had a lot of trust issues where I was not used to being with somebody that had trust issues, especially with me, because I'm I'm a very loyal girl. Like even like I said in the beginning, me talking to you, I felt wrong. I didn't feel like what I was doing was right with talking to someone so freshly out of a breakup. But on my side, yes, I wasn't done dirty in that sense, but I wasn't being treated the way that I should have been treated as a respectful, loyal girlfriend that was giving my all to this relationship. And I feel like you were providing that, I guess that genuine love and support that I really wanted that I was not getting. I think I, I, and think I was I, providing that. Loyalty I think we, we taught you. each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we taught each other. I think you taught me how to trust a partner. And I think I showed you, a different type of love. Mm-hmm. I think I, I and I always yeah. I think I showed you a, diff- a different type of love, and I think that we mm-hmm. taught each other so much, and we mm-hmm. came into each other's lives for a damn reason. And it's, right again, because nothing went bad, nothing went wrong. It's been yeah. 
very difficult to separate ourselves mm -hmm. from, you know, out the relationship, relationship and everything. Exactly. And so it's like, you're still my best friend. Like you, you're still yeah. someone that I want to talk to and, you know, mm -hmm. fucking share the shit that I'm going through and whatnot it, on, on a daily basis. But yes. Yeah, so to answer many people's questions, we are not together. We are not together. And I'm going to regret asking. And it was. I'm, I'm going to regret what, asking, what? but <laughs> are you dating? Are you seeing anyone? Are you out here, out and about? What's going on? With Especially now that you're like out here being a flight attendant, traveling in the world, fucking getting yourself a pilot or some shit. I don't know. Um, Are you asking me if I have hoes in different area codes? Literally. Because, <laughs> because no, I don't. And I think, I guess from even the first breakup, this is what I should have been doing, which is like, just, I don't know, being alone yeah. and not even dating or talking to anyone. Not that I think it was a bad thing that I even did, because like we said, like, we both healed some sort of, or we fulfilled what we were missing from the relationships that we were in before. And we kind of got validation from our relationship because like I said, I gave you that trust and I told you and showed you that not every girl is going to kind of do you dirty sure, yeah. or if someone's about you, they're going to be about you. I think, you, I, which I think I we showed each other that love can be easy. That's the that's the best yeah, way to put it. Right. I think we showed each other that love can be genuine and easy if if it's meant to be mm -hmm. and if it's with the right person. And I think right. we were right for each yeah. other at the time. At that but eventually, time. you know, like we our our lives went a separate a separate way, and we wanted different things in life. And, yeah, you know that is okay. And yeah, who knows? Fuck it, we might end up together in like two years from now or something. You know, <laughs> who, who never knows? But for me, it's just like I always. I always felt like I just want you to be happy. And if California provided that for you, then I wasn't going to stand in that way. And I wasn't going to force you to move out here. If that's her goal since she was a kid and, you know, being removed because of her dad passing away and all mm -hmm. this, it was just like, I had to accept that. Like that was really hard for me. And I think it's still really hard for me to be in California by myself, but I truly needed to do this. For myself. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and you did it. Separate myself. And you did it. And, that, and I did it and I'm doing it. it. And I'm doing it. And that's it. great. And then you got the flight attendant job. You're out here traveling the world. Like, you're doing fucking great in life. Which. And it's fantastic. And look, listen, all I'm trying to say is I'm trying to get to your level of doing me and, you know, just thinking yeah. about myself. Literally in the same way that, yes. that you did. It sucks that our love ended in the way it did. I still have a lot of love for you. I still want the best for you. And anytime you're in Atlanta, <laughs> call me up. up. Nah, I just get it. <laughs> but, but low key, you know? <laughs> no. Uh, and, and, low key, high key. Low key, high key. No, and I wish you nothing but the best, genuinely. And I, and I love you. And I think that this is the best way to celebrate Valentine's. So just sharing... <laughs> my, my whole ass relationship with someone so uh yeah i think our relationship is very complex because there's lots of things that we even skipped during oh, yeah. this so much um, so much 
But but yeah. and listen, I said it when I recorded with Willie, a podcast with you. I felt like was going to be an entire new podcast, not an episode, a whole other podcast. Like it needed to be the fact, the fact that I feel like we can be Bobby and um Kalaya. Oh my god! I think that's yeah. her name. The fact that I can, I think we can be um. Them. Well, we did have a podcast for I... a little bit. You were awful. You were oh, awful right. on it, but you know you did better this time Look. around. You did better this time around, so. And the thing is, you were doing a podcast for your school yeah. as like a a a, a homework. No, it was assignment. a project. Yeah, it was a semester project. It, yeah, it was a project. Yeah, I was letting you lead. I was letting you do your thing. This is for your grade. This is for your thing. You didn't tell me to prep any questions, anything or whatever. I just feel like I was ready for this conversation where with the other one before you were just talking nonsense. Right. I guess. So, (laughs) well, is there anything that anything else that was not said that you want to say anything that you wish you want to get out of your chest? A lot. A lot. A lot. Well, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for Valentine's 2025. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having this conversation. I appreciate you. And, um, (laughs) you know, I, I said this to you when we were not recording, but. To have our relationship in my podcast as a, the way I look at it is more like a a diary journal entry Mm -hmm. and to share, you know, your, your point of view and my point of view and have both of us talk about it. It's something that I, I I appreciate and I'm happy for, and I'm happy to have that. And so that's why I'm, I'm glad you're here and yeah, just. I hope your next boyfriend is an ugly ass motherfucker. That's all. <laughs> that motherfucker gonna be ugly as shit. And I'm gonna be making fun of you like, damn girl, you stepped down. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. That's it. That well, you know what? We're just gonna wrap things up. I wish you nothing but the best. I love you. Thank you for being mm-hmm. here. And anything else you wanna say, go ahead and say it now. Um I just feel like there's a lot of things I want to say that I felt like I couldn't because I didn't want to yap too much, but I do love you too. I appreciate our time together. Like we said, we taught each other a lot and some people are here just for a couple of chapters, I guess, in your life and you just hope for the best. Yeah. It was very pure what we had. Maybe it wasn't, like brought up in the best way like the way we started things was probably not like ideal at least on my end i felt like it was an ideal i i don't want to add much to it because i can add lots so i rather no but if you have something to say say it no i mean obviously bringing all of this up we haven't been together for like a whole year right pretty much or, or so yeah so, I mean, bringing everything up, talking about it, it is very emotional for a girl like me. I am a Leo, so we did bring that up. So I did like the attention I was getting from, say, you even talking about me in the radio station. <laughs> I know all of Atlanta was hearing. No, just kidding. <laughs> but it is very emotional as a Libra moon. Because <laughs> I am a Libra moon. I'm really my eyes right now. I... 
I know. I am an astrology girl. I'll let you know my three, my big threes if you want to. I don't. Right, I'll just, three, four, I don't. I'll just, I'll... No, I'm not asking you. I'm not saying you. I'm talking about the people that are listening if they want to mm. know more. No. no. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all want to request me to come back, let me know. I'll be back. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> block everybody that it, says, bring her lot. back. Bring her. I'm kidding. It, it's it's a lot it's a lot and we didn't talk about literally everything we talked about the gist very sad very emotional i wish things would have worked out but it is what it is kind of thing that's it that's it for me you guys just i hope you guys are celebrating valentine's be safe enjoy it take your girl out take your man out spoil him you know not, not a man gets spoiled so spoil that man you know buy yourselves a heart-shaped pizza which is something that we didn't get to talk about to be honest with you oh my god but you and i we changed that memory of the pizza um but you know what we're we've recorded for two fucking hours at this point so i'm just gonna end this here right now thank you for being here i appreciate you and I'll see you guys next week on Monday. Take care. Bye.